welcome to You, Me, and a Fence Post, the podcast with a sibling's perspective around farming, family, friends, and uh, other random topics. <laughs> I'm Clint Schaffer. And I'm Tara Schrock. And thank you for joining us for episode two. Wow, we did make it through episode one without killing each other. <laughs> oh, now, now the challenge is, can we get through episode two here? <laughs> well, I'm thinking that we should talk about a hobby of my choice that's dear to my heart this time. Oh, no. As, <laughs> as long as it's not singing, I'm, I'm open to talking about whatever. I see nothing wrong with singing, but I was more thinking um, cooking. Well, see, I don't see anything wrong with singing in per se, but your singing, I may see a problem with. I think that's that's the difference. It's fun, but we could talk about singing and cooking. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll stick with the uh, with the cooking. I, I think uh, I think it'd be good to start with like what, what what's what do you call your kitchen? Uh, Mom's the bomb kitchen, is that right? I do. I've got three kids, and I like to brag on myself and call it Mom's the bomb kitchen. And um, However, last week, my nine-year-old told me that the school's meatloaf was better than mine, so. <laughs> you know, that is such a hard thing for me to get my head wrapped around, because, like, when I think of school meatloaf, <laughs> I think of probably the most disgusting thing I can think of. Same here, but you know what? Give it to our school lunch ladies in this district, because evidently, they whipped up a mean meatloaf. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to say hats off to, to Mercer County uh, School District then, so great job up there. Absolutely, so, all right. So, so we we know that the meatloaf isn't good. Uh, <laughs> what uh, what else are you are you cooking up there? You know, I actually cook a lot in an iron skillet. Um, thanks to a couple of Twitter friends who showed me the way on how to cook in an iron skillet, and um, yeah, I cook everything in it, I, from casseroles to. I mean, I've done big chocolate chip cookies. Like I bake in it, I cook in it, I do absolutely everything in them um but one of the all-time favorites is um what i call um sos aka chipped beef gravy uh dried beef gravy it's called a lot of different things but to keep it clean you know chipped beef gravy i i tell you what the uh yeah dried beef gravy first off was one of my most favorite things to eat as a child <laughs> Like it, all the time, <laughs> all the time. Yeah. And, and if I remember right, I think it was a uh, Carl Buttig beef, I think is, is yep. what mom used. <laughs> and, uh, and it was funny just, just on that, that whole part of it is, uh, it got to a point in time, like later on in life, right? I don't know. This is probably like, I don't know, 18 and above. I probably lived with mom and dad way too long, but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, it was probably in my, you know, after, after high school and, and mom was no longer cooking dried beef gravy. <laughs> and, and it was one of those, like, I, I finally like, you know, told her or asked her, I was like, you know, mom, I'm like, why don't you make dried beef gravy anymore? And she kind of looked at me with this kind of befuddled look. And she's like, you realize why we ate that, right? And I'm like, because it was delicious. <laughs> I mean, it that, is. I love it. Yeah, like, come on. But I don't think that's why we ate it all the no, time. No, <laughs> we. It was because we were practically broke. Uh -huh. I mean, like in the heck, we were farming in the in the 80s, late 80s, especially with the with the drought of uh, 88 and 89. About uh, put our farm under. It right? did. And uh, and I had no clue 
like to what extent mm-hmm. that that it put our farm in right and uh and that's where i've always stated i i give it to mom and dad that they completely apparently shielded us kids from ever knowing that and tricked us into thinking dried beef gravy was a, <laughs> a delicacy they did you know what i give it to them all the time too because i found um so although we we're corn and soybean farmers obviously we raised cattle back in the day too and i got to a point when i went to college that i I no longer liked beef because I got down there and I called home and I was like, mom, there's such a thing as chicken and turkey (laughs) and you know, but growing up all we, we ate beef for pretty much everything. Our, Our meals were always that. So it was always hamburger, leftover roast beef. And it was all because they were, you know, saving a, a buck and feeding their family. And we never knew any different. Yeah. Yeah, had uh, had absolutely no clue. Um, <laughs> it, it's also interesting, though, as you state that, and this is probably the first time I'm sitting here thinking about it, is I said that we use Carl Buttig beef, yet we raised beef. Why didn't we use our own dried beef? Is that, <laughs> I don't know. That, I how don't, do you make that? I don't, I don't even know. know. I don't know anything about dried beef either, but we did buy Carl Buttig meat. Yes, you are correct. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to ask mom that. Yeah, try figuring out how to make uh, dried beef, apparently. So... <laughs> Oh, no, you know, the thing that the other piece on uh, on that, uh, I thought you were going to say, you know, you couldn't eat beef somewhere else because you realized how bad store bought beef was. But you know, uh, there is some truth to that. (laughs) Yes, very much. And it's got its benefits, though. What I learned um, later after we weren't only eating dried beef is that when we have a cookout and mom girls out, it's all you can eat steaks now. (laughs) It's not just one steak her person she loads that girl up and i'm like yep you can tell the the worst let's say or the the harder times are behind us now well hopefully. <laughs> you know you talk about like you know cooking enough to to feed an army right i think uh i think you get that from her though as well because i've been to your house uh quite a few times when you have made i don't even know what to call it a vat of <laughs> of soup or of chili Right. You know, like whatever, whatever it is, but it literally is in like a miniature <laughs> barrel is what you're cooking. These I things do. In. But, you know, I've um, always had some older neighbors and um, relatives. And so they benefit from that because now I have learned that I just I I delivery service. And ah. so I take it around to my aunt and uncle and mom and dad and yeah, all over. And so I found a good thing to do rather than waste my, you just didn't make the list though. I'm going to say, what, <laughs> what happened here? I have not gotten one of these deliveries. You have a wife now and she loves to cook. So. She's a great cook. So I, I am, uh, I am blessed uh, to, to, to have her uh, as, uh, as my cook. What here, about you? So. Do you cook? Yeah. So actually I do. I, I really enjoy cooking. Um, now <laughs> am I good at it? That's probably a different question, but, uh, no, I, I cook, uh, I actually kind of back in those, those big pots of things. Uh, I love cooking chili. Um, I'm, uh, I've got into that a few years ago. I put, uh, you know, a lot of green peppers and onions and seasoning, and uh, I don't make it extraordinarily hot, but incredibly <laughs> tasteful, right? Right. Uh, my buddy Chad told me that I should put ham in it, and actually that's a, a big thing that I put in there now. So I do hamburger and ham pieces. Now, I have never done that. Oh, it's absolutely <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. And then the other pieces is you have to dice everything up so small yeah, because every spoonful you want a little bit of everything, right? And <laughs> And, uh, and so anyway, so that's the other trick of my trade that I, that I do in my chili, but it takes me like three hours to make a thing of chili. So, I'm <laughs> well, it's, um, you know, 
growing up, but it's, I'm actually impressed that you are cooking chili because growing up, um, the men in our household did not as much as operate a microwave. So (laughs) yeah, I think your ability was to get yourself a large bowl of ice cream on a daily basis. And I think mom even did that for you on most occasions. (laughs) I still have three giant bowls upstairs that say I love ice cream on them. Now, unfortunately, the older you get, ice cream isn't probably the best for you, you know, so I try to stay away from it a little bit more, but uh, still a still a huge fan. So my boy up there might be actually eating eating ice cream as we're recording this so who knows no um i i tell you what the uh the, i wanted to go back to uh, a couple questions that i had uh for you on the iron skillet though mm-hmm. is it true or is this like something like maybe i've dreamt up like do you not clean these things <laughs> like you I, I mean you clean them because you, you just use hot water <laughs> you okay. just don't use dish soap um, but I just use extremely hot water and then, yeah, you kind of start all over and, you know, fry. I actually store mine with, um, like seasoning and oil on them every time I put them up. Um, so yeah, I, I wash them in hot water and then I season them again with some oil and I leave them there for the next time. But yeah, I know when you're thinking about it, like, yeah, I'm, I, actually I'm like, I don't know, maybe I can get behind that. Just putting the, the dishes away <laughs> dirty. Right. I mean, heck, that saves a heck of a lot of time. Burn them off the next time. Right. Kind of like a grill. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Fantastic! Yeah, that's uh, that's that's interesting. It's it's got to be you know I, you know as you're you're making all of these, you know gourmet dishes and in in all these different things, baking in it, making cookies like you said. It sounds a lot better than uh, than the pizza you've made me in the past. Oh well, I make actually I make um, to to start off right on the positive note. I make a really good iron skillet pizza, really good. Like my kids love it. They're on board. With Can it. I get that delivery sometime? Uh, or? <laughs> well, so yeah, I think that um, my pizza skills only had one way to go. And that was probably up in my um, 20s. I uh, came home to the farmhouse. We were I was probably living there, too. Maybe we all lived there <laughs> yes, a little we were bit too all long. Um, and I had had a few too many coffees that night. Um, and you and your friend were gaming. You and Mr. Chadwick still gaming and were hungry. And in my few too many coffee moments, I offered to throw in a couple frozen pizzas. Um, and all was well. It worked out great. And I took the pizzas out and I cut them. And um, I realized I was holding both of them as I was walking down the basement. And um, I realized that I cooked one on cardboard. So um, <laughs> that was why the crust wasn't looking so great. And then I no more set that one down and I tripped and I dropped the pizza face down on the carpet. Yes. Ah, <laughs> toppings on the floor. That's like. It didn't stop you or Chad from rolling it back over and eating it. So, <laughs> you know, I'm not proud of that moment, but uh, but I'm sure that, well, you know, after those those uh, it was probably like a 12 hour video game session that we were on. So we were probably just hungry. So, I mean, that's just... you guys could have been having one too many coffees, too. I don't know. Like, but regardless, you guys did eat floor pizza. So ah, the infamous floor pizza. I know, but I can redeem myself now because I have an awesome iron skillet one. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. You know the the last the last mistake that I did cooking the 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 bad one we were on vacation uh, we took a vacation up to uh, Michigan to go jeeping in the in the sand dunes up there and I would cook breakfast I was like out of out of the the few folks that were there I I love cooking breakfast I'll wake <laughs> up and I'll cook 
bacon and eggs and I'll do all sorts of different things with the eggs. I, I love, love cooking. Breakfast. In all my vacations I've taken with you, I've yet to see this. I know it's uh, <laughs> it's maybe a new thing, you know? So, but anyway, they had a, uh, a stainless steel, but it wasn't a non-stick thing. Okay. And I was cooking. I can't remember what I even cooked in the thing. I totally destroyed. <laughs> we had to buy them a new pot. <laughs> the place that like we did like an Airbnb thing, you know, <laughs> literally had to go buy them a new like $30 pan because I don't know if I cooked it too hot or I didn't put oil. I don't know. But I completely destroyed. <laughs> I think it was actually I think it was mac and cheese for lunch. And I just fried it. <laughs> fried well, it. Well, I have overcooked in an iron skillet before. And I, I pitched it. Um, oh. It was I know, and you're not supposed to do that. And I didn't realize this. This was the very first iron skillet I'd ever had. That's why I never tried it again. I just I, I pitched it, and it, I just thought it was unsalvageable. So that's why, in my learning experience, I have learned that you can save some things, but in a cheap pan like that, probably not. No, no, I don't <laughs> think there was any reviving this thing. It was it was shot. So. <laughs> Well, hey, I think that uh, wraps up our uh, our second episode of uh, of you, me, and a fence post. Thanks for joining us. We'd love to hear your thoughts and ideas, and um, love for you to join in. Uh, you can send us a message on Twitter at Tara Schrock and at Clint Chaffer. And thanks so much for being here. Yeah, and uh, as long as nobody <laughs> asks you to sing, though, right? We, we're not taking any requests like that. I like to sing, and one of these times, you're going to sing with me. So, <laughs> hey, thanks for joining in our podcast. Hey, thanks for joining you, me, and the Fence Boys. <laughs>